0: So the land
1: of the
0: river, and the show the دیرا بھنا si mirandasya gyananjana chakshurun militam unmilitam jena tasmai si namaha sri te tanyamano vishtam tapitam jena bhutale sayamru bhagadam ayamdadati svapadantikam mandeham si guru si parakamalam Sigurun Guru Vaishnavamstha, Sri Rupam Sagrajatam, Sahagana Ragana Tanvitantangsa Jeevam, Sadvetam Sabadutam Padidana Sahitamakrishna Chaitanya Devam, Sri Krishna padam Sahagana Lalita, Sri Vishakan Vitangsa, <coughs> He Krishna Kuruna Sindo, Dina Bando Jagad Patet, gopesa gopika kanta radha kanta namostate Tapta Tattakanchana-gorangi-radhe-vrindabhaneshwari pranama Mihori hori priye bancya kopa chubya scakri pasindu bevaca patritranam byo vaisna ve namo Ajaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhara Sri Basadi Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Krishna, Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Rama, Rama, Rama Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevaya Om Namo <coughs> I'm the
1: vasudevaya,
0: Om Namo Bhagavate
1: vasudevaya,
0: Om oh. um, um, vasudevaya.
1: Um,
0: vasudevaya. Um, am the vyasam nevin satyam satyam to today to dreshu nityam bagavate
1: nityam
0: mamata shevaya
1: bhakti
0: bhavati So today we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 3, Chapter 13, Appearance of Lord Varaha, Text number 39. Namo Namaste Kila Mantra Devata.
1: Namo Namaste Kilamantra Devata
0: Dravyaya Sarva Krita Bekriyatmane Adravaya Sarva Krita Bekriyatmane Vairagya Bhakti Atma Vairagya Ganaya vidya guruve Ganaya guruve That's a very long compound word in the third line with a lot of A's. Though one has to break it up mentally into its component parts in order not to get lost. Namo namaste ki la mantra Devata.
1: Namo namaste ki la mantra devatah,
0: Dravyaaya sarva krita ve kriyatmane, Dravyaaya sarva kriyatmane, Bhairagya bhakti atma Vairagya bhakti Yanaya vidya gurave namo namaha Jnanaaya
1: vidya gurave namo
0: namaha Namo namaste ki namantra devata
1: Namo namaste ki devata
0: DRAVYAYA sarva krita ve kriyaatmane
1: Dravyaaya sarva krita ve kriyaatmane
0: Vairagya bhuktya atma jayanubhavita Jnanaaya Ganaya Vidya Guru Venamo Namaha Ganaya Vidya Guru Venamo Namaha
1: Namaste Kila Mantra Devata namo, Namaste, namaste
0: Kila Mantra Devata
1: Rabhyaya Sarva Krata Vekriyatmane Rabhyaya
0: Sarve Krata Vekriyatmane ve
1: Vairabhya
0: Vaktyatma Jayanubhavita Vairabhya Vaktyatma Jayanubhavita
1: Yanaya Vidyadurave Namunnamah
0: Ya vidya Vidyaguruve namo namaha namo
1: namaste kila mantra devata
0: namo namaste kila mantra devata, ki devata.
1: dravyaya sarvakrata vekriyadmane dravyaya sarvakrata Vaidagya Bhaktian, Majayanu Bavita. Vaidagya Bhaktiya, Majayanu Bavita. Yanaya Vidya,
0: Guru Venamonamaha. Yanaya Vidya, Guru Venamonamaha.
1: Namona must take in the mantra devata. Namona must take mantra devata. Yaya Sarva Katade Kriyakane. Narayaya sarva krata bhaktya atmane
0: bhagya vakya majayana ubhagisa vairagya vakya majaya ubhagida nayate cha
1: gurave namo namaha yadaya vidya gurave namo namaha namo namaste kila mantra devata namo namaste kila mantra devata Dravyaya sarva krataye kriyatmane Vairagya bhaktat majaya nubhartviti pata Vairagya bhaktya majaya nubhavita Yanaya vidya gurave namo namah vidya gurave namo
0: Synonyms Namaha, namaha. Obeisance is Namana? <laughs> Let's try it again. Please repeat after me. Namaha, namaha. Namaha, namaha. Obeisance unto you. Obeisance is unto you. you. De- 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 unto you who I- are worshipable.
1: Unto you who are worshipable.
0: Akila. Akila. All inclusive. All inclusive. Mantra. Mantra. Hymns. 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 Devata, Devata the Supreme Lord. The supreme Lord. Ravyaya. Rav unto all ingredients for performing sacrifices. Sarvākratave all ingredients for performing sacrifices. Unto all, sacrifices. Sarva kratave, Sarva kratave. Unto all kinds of sacrifices. Unto all kinds of sacrifices. Kriya Atmane. Kriya
1: atmane. Unto you
0: the supreme form of all sacrifices.
1: Unto you the supreme form of all sacrifices. Vairagya uh, Renunciation,
0: Renunciation. Renunciation. bhaktya by devotional service service Atma Jaya Anubhavita
1: Perceivable by Conquering the Mind.
0: Perceivable by conquering the mind.
1: The mind.
0: Jnaya. 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 Such knowledge. Such, such knowledge. Vidya guruve, vidya guruve The Supreme Spiritual Master of All Knowledge. The Supreme, supreme Spiritual, spiritual master, master of All, all Knowledge. knowledge. Namaha, Namaha Namaha.
1: Namaha Namaha.
0: Again I offer my respectful obeisances. Again I offer my respectful
1: obeisances.
0: Translation and purport by his divine grace. Sri Mad Bhaktivedanta Swami Maharaj Sri Laprabhu O Lord, you are the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and are worshipable by universal prayers, Vedic hymns, and sacrificial ingredients. We offer our obeisances unto you. You can be realized by the pure mind, freed from all visible and invisible material contamination. We offer our respectful obeisances to you as the supreme spiritual master of knowledge and devotional service. Please repeat. O oh Lord,
1: oh Lord. Lord.
0: You are the supreme personality of Godhead.
1: You are the supreme personality of Godhead.
0: And are worshipable by universal prayers.
1: And are worshipable by universal prayers.
0: Vedic, hymns, Vedic hymns, hymns and sacrificial ingredients. And
1: sacrificial ingredients.
0: We offer our obeisances unto you.
1: We offer our obeisances unto you.
0: You can be realized by the pure mind. You can be realized by the pure mind. Freed from all visible.
1: Free from, from all visible invisible.
0: and invisible, material contamination. And invisible, invisible material, contamination. material
1: contamination.
0: We offer our respectful obeisances to you.
1: We offer our respectful obeisances to you
0: as a supreme spiritual master of knowledge.
1: As the supreme spiritual master of, knowledge, master of in knowledge in
0: devotional service. In devotional service, purport the qualification of bhakti, or devotional service to the Lord is that the devotee should be free from all material contaminations and desires. This freedom is called Vairagya, or renouncement of material desires. Seemed like to me it should have said, or renunciation, but the two mean the same thing. One who engages in devotional service to the Lord, according to regulative principles, is automatically freed from material desires. And in that pure state of mind one can realize the personality of godhead the personality of godhead being situated in everyone's heart instructs the devotee regarding pure devotional service so that he may ultimately achieve the association of the lord this is confirmed in bhagavad-gita chapter 10 verse 10 as follows Tisham satata Yuktanam vajatama priti purvakam dadami tam jena ma te. To one who constantly engages in the devotional service of the Lord with faith and love, the Lord certainly gives the intelligence to achieve Him at the ultimate end. One has to conquer the mind, and one may do it by following the Vedic rituals and by performing different types of sacrifice. The ultimate end of all those performances is to attain bhakti, or the devotional service of the Lord. Without bhakti, one cannot understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The original Personality of Godhead, or his innumerable expansions of Vishnu, are the only objects of worship by all the Vedic rituals and sacrificial performances. Namo namaste ki la mantra de vata, sarva krata ve vairagya bhaktya majaya nu bhavita, ganaya pidya guru namo namaha. O Lord, you are the Supreme Personality of Godhead and are worshipable by universal prayers, Vedic hymns, and sacrificial ingredients. We offer our obeisances unto you. You can be realized by the pure mind freed from all visible and invisible material contamination. We offer our respectful obeisances to you as the supreme spiritual master of knowledge and devotional service. Mukum koroti bachalam, pangam la Najad kripa tamaham bandhi sigurum Dina Continuing the prayers unto the Lord who is speaking?
1: The sages.
0: The sages, correct. <clears throat> who are observing the appearance of the Lord as he's expanded himself and performing his leela. So they are offering their prayers unto him. So first they say, Namaha, Namaha. We offer our basances, namate, namaste, unto you who are worshipable. So the word the Lord is worshipable by everyone, um, by all living entities. And therefore, they're pointing this out that you are the worshipable Lord and we are offering our respectful obeisances unto you. So in other words, uh, right from the get-go here, um, these great sages are admitting their inferior position in the presence of the Lord and genuflecting to His superior position. So this is also mentioned in the uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita. Ekala Ishwara Krishna Arasarva britya That Ekala, the one Supreme Ishwara, God Ekala Ishwara Krishna The Supreme Lord is Krishna Arasarva Vritya Arasarva, everyone else is Britya, His servant So God is the Supreme Master and all others are His servants That is right at the very crux of understanding uh, the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. We are the servants, and Krishna is the master. So that's stated very simply, but that is the fact. Ekala Ishwara Krishna, there is one Supreme Personality of Godhead, Eka. And he is... Supreme and everyone else is a servant. Now, unfortunately, although it's not true, many living entities think that they are the Supreme, or they are the best, and that they themselves are worshipable, and that everyone should worship them. Uh, we see this consciousness. For example, our current president of the United States who is so easy to pick on. I mean, it's pure Bhagavad Gita 16th chapter come to life. Uh, He was accused of harassing and groping one woman at the U.S. Open tennis tournament some years ago. And he was putting his hands on her and she resisted his advances. And purportedly, he said to her, Don't you know who I am? As if, by virtue of his wealth and reputation, he could do whatever the hell he wanted, and she had to submit to him. You know, and she's like, I don't care, get your hands off of me, you dog. <laughs> so, uh, the living entity thinks that I am God, I have power, I have wealth, I'm so great, and don't you know who I am? (laughs) As if, by virtue of whatever acquired karmic assets he has, he is someone great. Uh, But most people don't really buy that, although that does work in the material world, out of fear or embarrassment or whatever, people will kowtow to someone who's rich or famous or whatever. Just like there was one professional basketball player. And when he checked into the hotel, he immediately uh, started uh, attacking the uh, the maid who was, you know, in the room, in the hotel room. And uh, then it became a big scandal and then he had to pay millions of dollars to settle the matter, and then that was that. He had to pay out the money. But he thought, hey, I'm rich, I'm famous, I can do whatever I want, although he's committing a crime. Uh, so he. But because he was rich, he could pay and uh, get off the hook. We don't know for sure, but one can only imagine that his wife did not let him off the hook so easily despite his millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Of course, she would be happy to have the the uh, person who was attacked paid off and silenced them and not pursue the matter any further but that doesn't mean she let him off the hook.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: There was another personality, a uh, famous golfer uh, who was constantly texting and carrying on with so many other women, his wife did not let him off the hook. <laughs> he had to pay big in the divorce settlement. So <laughs> so the living entity becomes very puffed up and he thinks, I can get away with anything. I can do whatever I want. I'm untouchable because I have some karmic assets. But that is only the foolishness of the living entity. Such people, although very rich, very famous, very respected, practically worshipped by others, um, they (coughs) foolishly think that they are God. But then generally it is revealed that they are not. And then ultimately everyone has to die anyway. So how great are you if you have to die? You're not so great because you just die like any dog in the street or anyone else who grows old or gets sick. Just like anybody else, there's no difference. Someone was uh, extolling the virtues of one famous musician. Uh, what a wonderful person he was. And then the comment was made well, you know, he got up in the morning and put his pants on one leg at a time like everybody else. <laughs> That was a very funny comment that I heard. So, um, all of us living entities are subject to so much superior control at every step by the representatives of the Lord in the form of the material energy and uh, ultimately at the time of death. The Prabhupada in the late 1960s was in Seattle. And so the devotees were all offering obeisances. And one person visiting told Srila Prabhupada that I see they're bowing down, but I bow down to no man. I don't bow down to anyone. And then Prabhupada said, yes, but everyone bows down at the time of death. So you may be very proud now, but at the time of death, when you're forced to leave the body, what happens? The body collapses on the floor can't get up, finished. So you are bowing down to some superior force, some superior energy that's greater than you, that's forcing you to bow down against your will. So in this way, Yeshua Prabhupada instructed this very proud person who didn't want to bow down. (coughs) But the devotees say willingly and gladly bow down to the spiritual master, and to Krishna, and to the Vaishnavas. uh, Out of humility, recognizing uh, a. our own inferior position, and b. the Lord and His devotees' superior position. So that is called humility. And that humility is actually the first item of knowledge. Where the items of knowledge are described in Bhagavad Gita. First thing, humility humility, pridelessness. Those are the first items of knowledge. So an ordinary person who is very proud of their material education uh, and they have no humility, they can't even conceive of how humility is an item of knowledge. But to even understand that, one has to become humble. To even grasp the concept. And it's not only intellectually, but it's through purification Humility leads one to the path of purified activities and then one can understand things, not simply in an intellectual way, uh, but beyond the intellectual platform. Uh, So that's called enlightenment. Enlightenment has nothing to do with accumulation of facts and figures. Like someone can be a great champion on Jeopardy, and answer all the questions or who wants to be a millionaire and get all the questions right and win all the money but that doesn't mean that that person has actual knowledge or enlightenment because if they don't know who they are that their spirit soul they think they're the body then they're simply thrashing about under the grip of the modes of the material nature in ignorance of their true spiritual self so the beginning of knowledge We see in Bhagavad Gita is the first item of knowledge uh, that one has to understand is the difference between the body and the soul and the self. One has to understand one's identity. Uh, So through purification of consciousness and um, not being proud of one's material assets, then one can begin to advance uh, in Krishna consciousness. Now, furthermore, in this verse, um, Srila Prabhupada immediately in the first sentence defines pure devotional service. He says, The qualification of bhakti, or devotional service to the Lord, is that the devotee should be free from all material contaminations and desires. Srila Prabhupada is here paraphrasing Srila Rupa Goswami from the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, the Nectar of Devotion, <clears throat> first part, chapter 1, text 11. Anyabhilashita shunyam, jnana karmada namritam, Krishnamu, bhakti utama. That pure devotional service uh, is defined as that favorable devotional service rendered to Krishna, which is free from the contamination of uh, material desires, uh, speculative knowledge or monistic philosophy, and karma, fruit of activities. Jnana karmadana the Anabhita. Let's see here. Anabrita, Uncovered. So... Um, and Yena Favorable. Krishna Anusilanam. Cultivation of devotional service in relationship to Krishna. Yena It's favorable bhakti. Not Kamsa bhakti. You know, Kamsa was very Krishna conscious. He was always thinking, I want to kill Krishna. When is Krishna going to come? I'm going to kill. He was always terrified thinking of Krishna. So that is absorption in Krishna. And because of that absorption in Krishna, he attained uh, Krishna. But Krishna killed him. That was his attainment. So that is not uh, anushilanam, um, favorable, favorable devotional service. That's unfavorable for devotional service. So someone can be chanting Krishna's names. I can't stand those Krishna's. Here they come again, always chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. That person is actually Krishna conscious by chanting the holy name. Those damn Krishna's, those Hare Krishna's, always making the noise, and coming down the street, blocking the sidewalk, and you know, stopping in front of our restaurant where we sell meat, and all these things. <clears throat> they're, they're thinking of Krishna. But they're unfavorable. Now there's one particular restaurant on Congress called Diablo Burger. Diablo means devil, devil burger. So their meat is from the devil, apparently, himself. And they have a big glass front that opens up in uh, nice weather. People don't like this. So I always like to stop in front of that place. And uh, there was one manager there, he was always very agitated uh, when we would stop. And, well, you know, too bad. We're chanting the Holy Name. And he may like, he may not like. And we're certainly within our rights of free speech. The First Amendment guarantees freedom of speech and religion. This is America, so when we go out on the street, then the police don't harass us or stop us. <clears throat> although I have experienced that that abrogation of the devotee's First Amendment rights. I'll tell you a little story about that in a minute. It's kind of funny. So, the last time I went, when Dravita came, um, that manager fellow was not there, but there was one cook in the back who came out of the kitchen and he had his apron on, and he was dancing like this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah.
0: So, I guess that Harinam had penetrated back into the kitchen. And he came out the door and was standing right by the kitchen door. And he was smiling and dancing. <laughs> so, just see the potency of the Holy Name. Well, one time in the 1970s, we were on... We got permission, actually, to do Harinam uh, from the police. And we had a permit and we were out on this street in Nashville which is a lot of tourists, a lot of people go there, on a Saturday afternoon. And this cop comes over and he demanded that we stop. And so we explained to Michelle, well, we have the permit here from your department. We have permission and we're protected by the First Amendment, we're protected by the law. He said, on this street, I'm the law. (laughs) He was very puffed up. He thought it was his street that he owned the street and that he was able to dictate what was permissible and what was not permissible. In other words, he was a demon. And then another cop came and we told him what was happening. And he shut that other guy down mm. because the guy was wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was one time in London in Piccadilly Circus on Harinam, which is one of the absolute greatest Harinam spots in the world on Saturday night. The Harinam party and Sri Perlat happened to be leading that Harinam, playing his accordion. It was really ecstatic. And there... um, This is before the days of uh, phone cameras. So everyone had cameras with lights, a little flash. And just by going down the street chanting Harinam, there were so many people. And the flash bulbs would just going everywhere. Um, such a wonderful place to do Harinam. And I have done Harinam in Manhattan, which is a very good place. We used to do Harinam, electric Harinam, in one location in front of the uh, federal building where the immigration was back in the 90s. And that was a great spot. That was a great spot. But London was better. That was a really fantastic spot. There were so many people from all over the world, tourists, Saturday night, Piccadilly Circus, you know, all the expensive shops and the restaurants, one of which is Govinda's on Soho Street. So we had that experience of how, you know, sometimes people think they're God and they're dictating. I'm the law on this street. This is my street. Such an ignorant, unenlightened, and foolish person because his supervisor will tell him, no, you're not. You know, shut your mouth. These people have permission. Let them go. So we don't, we don't encounter anything like that here. The cops smile and wave, and even Toshun was distributing the little... Uh, Package with the flyer and the lollipop to one of the cops downtown. Okay, thanks, cute little boy. Yeah. Like that. So that is wonderful. That is the potency. Um, and it says here in this verse that um, that you are worshipable by. Universal prayers, Vedic hymns, and sacrificial ingredients. So, um, Prabhupada says in the Purport, that if one engages in devotional service according to regular principles, then one automatically becomes free from material desires. Gradually. And in that pure state of mind, one can realize is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So that pure state of mind, that pure Krishna consciousness uh, is assisted by performing sacrifice. What is that sacrifice? It is the chanting of the Holy Name. Yajyai Sankirtanaprayer Yajantihi Sumedasaha In this age of Kali there is no other way to have realization of God, except by chanting the holy name, chanting the holy name, chanting the holy name. Kalo Nasteva, Nasteva, Nasteva. So Nasteva means there's no, no other method. So the fact that it said Nasteva, Nasteva, Nasteva three times means not by karma, not by jnana, and not by yoga. Non-devotional Impersonal yoga—that's referring to. So, not by fruit of activities, um, not by speculative knowledge, nor by performance of impersonal yoga, can one realize the supreme. Only by chanting the holy name, and that is the great benefit uh, in this age, particularly. Kaler uh, dosha and heat because the kali yuga—it's a—it's an ocean. An ocean of what? Dosha. Faults. Contradictions, inconsistencies. <clears throat> and we are plunged into that terrible ocean of inconsistencies. And therefore, as you say, we suffer. Kaleir dosha nidheirajan. Astye ko But There's one really great thing about the Kali Yuga. You think, oh, the Kali Yuga is so bad. But there's something really fantastic. Astye ko Mahaguna means great quality. There's one great quality. Kirtanareva Krishna Mukta Sangha Parambraja Just by chanting Hare Krishna then one becomes free from all unwanted things, all bad association. And one can go back home, back to Godhead. Mukta Sangha, liberated from all bad association. So when we become a devotee, what does that mean? Um, Mukta Sangha. What is this? Mukta Sangha. Param Referring to. Um, <clears throat> that's explained in the Chaitanya Church Mita. Um, what is the verse? Asat Sangha Tyag. Ebhaishnavachar. What is the rest? Kirtan? Asat e Tyag. Stri Strisangi ekasadu Krishna Bhakta Ar. <laughs> Just by invoking your name, I remember the rest of the mm-hmm. So asat-saṅga-tyāg. Chāg tyag means to give up. Those who are renunciates are called chāgis. So asat-saṅga-tyāg. Giving up the association of persons who are not devotees. Asat. Devotees are called sadhu, sat. Sat means eternal and truthful. So, asat, those who are not devotees, asat sanga tyag, that association must be given up. That doesn't mean we go live in a cave in the Himalayas and never come out or talk to anyone. Uh, because after, after all, we have a restaurant, we're inviting people to come. Come to Krishna consciousness. So we're giving association you come here, take prasad, talk to the devotees. But we're not taking their association because the type of association that the non-devotee gives is asat asat sangha we have to give that up. So there's an art in Krishna consciousness of giving one's association to people for example preaching. Um, so we give them our association <clears throat> We give them the mercy of Krishna consciousness. We give them books. We give them prasadam. We tell them about Krishna. But that doesn't mean that after we finish preaching, well, that was great. Okay, why don't you come with me to the bar and we'll have a drink. We'll talk about it some more. No, that is asat sangha. So we don't associate on the non-Krishna conscious platform with non-devotees. That includes our own family members. Now, if we can preach to them, and make them Krishna conscious, that is very good. Or at least we can, if we are required to visit them, then we can visit them and be friendly, and try to give them the benefit of our association. And sometimes unfavorable family members can become favorable through the influence of a devotee. I saw this with my own father and stepmother who were very unfavorable extremely but through a little association they became favorable to the point where they would go to the in atlanta they had a little restaurant in the basement of the temple and they would go to the restaurant although that restaurant wasn't really that together and that well done still they would go there and they had money they could go anywhere they wanted they would go there and take prasadam because they developed a little taste for krishna consciousness um, that was a miracle. <laughs> that was a miraculous transformation. But we don't go hang out with them and do the kind of things that they want to do, which are all non-Krishna conscious activities, pretty much. You know, show me the family member who's into Krishna consciousness, and uh, I'll show you a devotee. <laughs> So, asatsangatyak, it's a very important principle. evaishnavachar, this is the behavior of a devotee. Strisangi ekasadhu krishna bhaktahar sangi means associating with people who are interested in sense gratification. So, um, we don't maintain close friendships with people who are interested in sense gratification, who have that habit but we only give our hearts to the devotees, and otherwise we remain reserved in the association of non-devotees. This is a very important principle um, in the in one's life as a devotee and one's cultivation of Krishna consciousness. Asat Sangatya, Sthri Sangi, Ekasaru, Krishna Bhakta Art. So only associate with devotees and for doing business in the material world, we may associate like we are friendly to the merchants we deal with. Um, We invite them to come to our restaurant, but then we don't go with them to go do whatever they do, you know, go around back and have a smoke and hang out and whatever else they do. That's not what we do. So, Krishna Consciousness means we give our heart to the spiritual master, we give our heart to Krishna, we give our heart to the devotees, and others, we keep distance. This is a fact. This is the teaching of the Shastra, right out of Chaitanya Church in Rita, and it is the practical experience of those devotees who have survived in Krishna Consciousness for many years. <clears throat> and we see other devotees who don't practice this, and then they drift asunder. Indubitably. indubitably. So we don't, want to do, we don't want to drift asunder. You, can, you, know, you don't have to like fall into maya all at once, some big, gigantic, horrific thing. You can gradually drift back into the material energy. If you're not careful. Krishna consciousness, you have to be very careful, very intelligent and always taking shelter of hearing and chanting and taking shelter in the association of devotees. So that's a very important point. So, Śrīla Prabhupāda speaks here in the purport, that um, this freedom from material contamination is called vairāgya, renunciation of material desires. This important point was. It's also found in the Chaitanya Church in Rita, and a very famous verse by Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, who was a great Mayavadi and then became converted to become a great devotee by Lord Chaitanya. He said, vairagya vijja Nija bhakti yoga siksharsa meka purusha Purana. Sri Krishna chaitanya sarirad hari yas tamaham 1st word of the verse, Vairagya vairagya Vidya. Um, so, Vairāgya means renunciation, and Vidya means knowledge. vairagya Vidya Nija bhakti yoga So, this Bhakti-yoga is given by Lord Caitanya Mahaprabhu. Krishna uh, That this Lord Caitanya is appearing in this wonderful form, and He is giving uh, this science of devotional service kripambur um, here because he is very merciful um, therefore tamaham uh, i surrender unto him so what is he teaching he's teaching vairagya which in the word for word Prabhupada says Detachment from everything that does not develop Krishna consciousness—that is Vairagya. So, whatever it is that's not Krishna conscious, we're detached from that. And whatever it is that is favorable for Krishna consciousness, then that is what we do. That's what we're attached to: hearing, chanting, taking prasadam, dancing all the activities of devotional service, associating with devotees, going out to preach, bringing people here to give them Krishna consciousness, that we are attached to. We accept that because it's favorable. So whatever is favorable for devotional service, we accept. Whatever is unfavorable, we reject. So that requires some intelligence, some discrimination, and some guidance to understand what is favorable, and what is unfavorable. So the unfavorable things may be things that we like ordinarily, or that we may have some affection for, but because it's unfavorable to our development of Krishna consciousness, then we give it up. And those things which are favorable, we accept. Rising early, hearing, chanting, associating with devotees, reading Prabhupada's books, all the activities of Krishna consciousness. We all know these things. It's a great science. Science means you mix A plus B and you get C. So you mix the right chemicals in the right conditions and you get the right results. And if you want to uh, get the result, you have to follow the procedure with the right chemicals and the right procedures. That's science. So in the same way Krishna consciousness, we follow the practices of bhakti and we achieve the result because it is a science. (coughs) It's not something that we've invented. It's not something we've created. It's not something we've decided. It's something that's given by the spiritual master and Krishna. And therefore, if we're intelligent and fortunate and remain in the association of devotees, then we can follow the science nicely. When we don't follow it, So many bad results come. All right, so time is up. I had more, but we'll stop here. Questions or comments? Sometimes it's hard to for our minds to accept Krishna consciousness because we have a natural uh, rebellious tendency. that is called causeless unwillingness to surrender. We have this causeless unwillingness. We're conditioned souls. We're used to not surrendering to Krishna. So when we're being instructed to surrender to Krishna, we like, we try to resist because we're conditioned souls. But if we stick to the process, then gradually, 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 we evolve. And then we lose our taste for things which are not Krishna conscious. We, right now we have a taste for non-Krishna conscious things. We have a very big taste. But by advancing, then we gradually lose that taste because we get something better. Nihara Rasavarjam Rasopya sa a Higher taste. Anantaprabhu
1: I was trying to decide if I should mention this or not. I was you know reading this Bhakti Siddhanta Bhai Baba book. Just Bhakti So I was like to so many amazing statements. <laughs> I'm trying to remember some of them. In that first line in the purport here it says something about you know the what is that? Can you go down the, go ahead. Oh yeah, sure. Qualification of bhakti or devotional serves to the Lord is that the body should be free from all material contaminations and desires. Well, just another it made me think of another statement, which is a different viewpoint on bhakti, but it says it says that uh, no one can enter into bhakti without understanding the worthlessness of all viewpoints and theories of this world. This is I'm
0: compromising. <laughs> Telling it like it is. So really Whether cool. you like it or not, with no <laughs> room for sentimental attachment to things that are non Krishna conscious. That is Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati. That's why he's such a great spiritual master. Yeah.
1: And also, Fukumaran unless one is completely exhausted in
0: material world, one cannot handle that. Yeah. Atul? Thinking how like, volume, that desire. Greed. Volume actually literally means greed. Yeah, like that one uh, That one definition of devotee could be that one who, like one who takes initiation is that their desire, now is their desire to be a devotee. They may not have the full strength, but now their desire shifted where they're determined to want to, to, want to do this. Yeah, dridha Bhagavad Gita. Always endeavoring with great determination, bowing down before me. Satatam kirtayantam mam, always chanting my names. Yantantas ca endeavoring with great determination. Namas mam, bhaktya, always bowing down before me, serving me. Nitya yukta upasate, always engaged in my service. You have a question? Um, I, I was
1: going to ask, what is a, like a practical way to, to uh, what does it look like? in a practical way to detach from your family like when they're so like because because particularly in my, my personal situation my family is really heavily attached to me and they because like even before I came like we, we had a really like our relationship was really like um,
0: give them Krishna consciousness yeah and don't fall into the old ways of associating with them mm-hmm. that you had before you were a devotee because if, if they can't accept the fact that you're embracing Krishna Consciousness and taking to it, uh, that's tough, that's too bad for them. Because you have now become enlightened to pursue Krishna Consciousness, and if they can't appreciate it, too bad. Yeah. And if they can't appreciate it, then you find ways to engage them. You give them books, you give them prasadam. And you be sweet, Uh, but you don't, every time they call you to come, you don't necessarily do what they want you to do. Oh, I can't come now. I'm too busy engaging in Harinam, Sankirtan Jagya, and purifying my life. I mean, I did not remain super close to my family. But I gave them the mercy of Krishna consciousness when there was an opportunity but I did not always avail myself of their association, preferring to remain in the association of the true family, which is all of you. This is our true family. All of us here, this is our family. We're now in the uh, Krishna Gotra, the family of Krishna. Gotra. The Achuta Gotra, yes. That is now our family. And the material family, you know, what's the benefit? Okay, if they can give you, you know, maybe they give you a donation, give you some money, okay. they give you some shoes and stuff like that. But if they're determined to not be Krishna conscious, uh, it's best to keep neutral. If you can benefit them, okay. But, um, one should be very careful that attachment is dangerous actually because by that attachment one can leave Krishna consciousness which is great calamity after millions of births you can finally become a devotee and then to give it up for the sake of material relationships based on the body only it's just based on the body that's all it's based on it's just the bodily attachment that's all
1: Yes. This, this young fellow, uh, I was working with the Navy uh, in San Diego, made this uh, statement that I always remember. He said uh, one day, he said, our family and friends, we may, may love us and they may w- wish, wish for our, our good or something, but they may not know what's the best for
0: us. They don't know what that good is. They think the good is that for you to take intoxication and eat meat and have illicit sex. And generally, the family thinks those things are all very good. Um, how are they benefiting you? How are they wishing you well? Yes, we love you. We want to drag you with us down to hell. <laughs> yeah, thanks, but uh, no thanks. You can go there if you like, but I'm going the other way. <laughs> you know, you go where you want to go. That's your business. But... I want to grasp onto Krishna's lotus feet and go back to Godhead. And if you don't want to go, you can go to hell as many times as you like. So we're past our time. We have to stop. As the bell ringer has just told us. Srila Prabhupada Bhagavatam At 10 o'clock, we have a ceremony at close house. Okay.
1: 10,
0: 10.